When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Well, the New York Knicks don't look like they're going to be running anything back anytime soon, but the same cannot be said for the Los Angeles Rams. The big Super Bowl parade happening on Wednesday. The theme, run it back, iterated many, many times, a couple times with some words that we can't say here on ESPN, but we're going to tell you all about it here on Greeny. Courtney Cronin, Amber Wilson, sitting in for Greeny on this Thursday morning. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Want to join in the conversation any point this morning? 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. We head out to Los Angeles, where the Los Angeles Rams had a pretty boozy-filled afternoon, Amber, as they celebrated their Super Bowl 56 win over the Cincinnati Bengals. A lot of shirtless dudes running around with champagne bottles. We will get into that in about five minutes. You're going to hear from Les Snead, the Rams' general manager, his real unfiltered thoughts about draft picks and what they do for teams. But let's talk about it. Sean McVay, Aaron Donald, they were talking about running it back. And I believe that we finally can put the retirement talk to rest for Sean McVay. Now, Amber, last week this whole thing popped off. I believe it was Wednesday during Super Bowl Media Week where somebody had asked Sean McVay about, hey, you want to be like one of these curmudgeonly old coaches who coaches into their 60s and, you know, this is all you do for your entire life? And the quote was, hell no, not a chance. If I'm doing this until 60, I won't make it. And then another reporter ended up following up saying that he loves, and the quote was, I love this so much, it's such a passion, but I also know from what I've seen from some of my closest friends, whether it's coaches or even some of our players, I'm going to be married this summer, I want to have a family, and find balance. That's what Sean McVay said last week, Amber. And that brought up all the speculation of, oh my gosh, if they win this game, Is he going to retire? Is Aaron Donald going to retire? Because Rodney Harrison of NBC Sports had hinted at it after the after uh, during the pregame ceremonies last Sunday during the Super Bowl on NBC. Now we hear from them yesterday. Here is Sean McVay and Aaron Donald at the Los Angeles Rams parade, talking about running it back together. Sean McVay just tapped me on the shoulder. He wanted to know if you were interested in running it back. Run it back! 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 Give it up for Aaron Donald! What a stud! Everything! We, we, we built a super team. We can bring the super team back. Why not run it back? We could be world champions. Yeah! That was when Sean McVay actually had a voice yesterday. I don't know if you heard, Amber, some of the woos that he was trying to uh, to iterate coming out of his mouth, but his, his vocal cords were gone, whether it was the champagne or all of the yelling. But that was MC JB Long 
in the ceremony talking to both of them. And it sounds at this point like we can put all of this talk to bed. Now, I know nothing's ever final, especially with players. Aaron Donald has three years left on his contract. But let's get to Sean McVay. Do you have any concerns that at 37 years old, the next time that he would be coaching the 2022 season, that he's not going to be coaching? I have concerns that that crowd left him hanging when he was trying to get that chant going. That was a bit brutal <laughs> with the run it back chant that did not take. But credit to Sean McVay for trying to get that chant going. I think that this has been a much talk about nothing. Frankly, what I think it's been is maybe helping Sean McVay out a little bit in terms of upping that price tag for Sean McVay, who, of course, is now finally coming off the Super Bowl win for the young prodigy that we've been talking about now for years, the hot new coach. Now he's even hotter. Uh, coming off of the Super Bowl win. And who really are you competing with when you're talking about Sean McVay in terms of salary structure in the NFL? Well, now you're competing with not just the other 31 teams, but you're competing with broadcasting outlets, right, Courtney, where now we're seeing the Tony Romos of the world make more money than most of the coaches in the NFL doing arguably a much easier job. I assume our jobs are much easier, frankly, than coaching in the NFL. I've never done that one, but I know this one ain't that difficult. So I would imagine that part of this is kind of upping the price tag because we know a lot of those outlets are interested in Sean McVay one day from a broadcasting perspective. So in other words, we're talking about a guy who is 36 years old right now who has a lot of options in life and he doesn't necessarily need to make this the only option but I think it's incredibly premature when a guy says yeah I want some balance in life like god forbid a young football coach says I want some balance in life and we all just gasp and shriek it's way premature to assume he's retiring now I mean it was future talk it was okay I'm getting married. I'd like to have a family. I mean, listen, he hasn't had kids yet, as far as I know. So, you know, it's like in the future, I'd like to have a family. I'd like to spend more time. At some point here, I'd like to have more balance, but not today. And I think with Sean McVay, he's probably looking around, and some of it is probably a negotiation tactic, let's be honest. Some of it is probably that you are evaluating the landscape. You're realizing how many options you do have in life because of everything that you've accomplished in a short period of time here in his NFL head coaching career. And what's so wrong with kind of looking around and thinking, maybe this isn't how I do it forever. But I do think what's interesting, Courtney, is we're talking about a generation that I feel like he's very representative of this younger generation, right? Where this statistically tends to be a thing amongst millennials, where there's been a shift from baby boomers to millennials in terms of kind of how they view careers. And there could be a variety of reasons for that that are way too deep for you and I to get into here on the radio. But basically, it seems like that millennial generation really covets balance and really covets not just, you know, work, 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 nothing else. And I wonder what that means for head coaches as we move forward to the NFL, because most of them are not Sean McVay's age. But you're seeing one who is Sean McVay's age kind of represent his entire generation in terms of mindset, like, hey, there is more to life than just work as successful as I am. Are we going to see a world when Sean McVay is 60 where maybe he can coach still because there's some way to institute a bit more balance 
and still maintain your position as a head coach with a generational shift in coaches. I mean, I don't know what the future holds there, but I don't think it's crazy for a 36-year-old to suggest that he wants balance. That's the thing about us darn millennials. You know, we don't want 30-year fixed mortgages, and we don't want to necessarily be locked into the exact same career that we've been in since the time we graduated college. And I think that Sean McVay represents something here, like you had mentioned, that you don't You can be a grinder. You can have that grinder mentality. You don't have to do it until you literally die at, you know, however old you're going to be, 60, 70, 80, and have that be all that you do throughout life. And I think that there is something to be said about balance that, you know, maybe some of the older coaches in the NFL look at Sean McVay and say, hey, well, you had it come easy. You're 36 years old. You've been to two Super Bowls in five seasons. Uh, For some people, that doesn't come their entire coaching career. But, There is something to be said about where Sean McVay is now, the options that will be available to him at some point soon. But if there's any reason that we need to know that this is a closed discussion, his fiance, Veronica Komen, put something on Instagram yesterday. I think the first video was, hey, I got my man back. And maybe that like freaked people out like, oh, you got him back. He's never going to coach again. But then there was a photo of him pointing at the camera with a nice glass of red uh, in his right right hand. It said, and no, he is in all caps, not retiring. That is from the Instagram account of Sean McVay's fiance, Veronica Komen. And usually wifey uh, knows what's up. And, yeah, uh, I, th- I feel like that's a good source, right? <laughs> because we know families matter. I mean, we just saw it with Tom Brady. I think that his family had everything to do with probably what's going on with him, assuming that he is actually retired. We'll get to yeah. that at some point on today's show. But I, we know that families matter. We know that families factor into these decisions. I think from that sound we just played, what I thought was the more interesting component, because I think the Sean McVay discussion is much to do about nothing. And I think we're going to be having it for years, honestly, because sure. I think he's probably going to be flirting with us for quite some time time but I think Aaron Donald was the more important portion of that sound because he was like we could run it back but he didn't actually say he was going to if you listened to the sound closely and of course money talks in that situation as well but we'll see what happens with Donald I think he is more in danger of retiring than Sean McVeigh yeah and and there's so many issues with like asking those questions especially the ones that come right after they win a game and you're asking a player well we heard about you might retire well we're gonna ask you right now in the heat of the moment all of that like I think that that's a that's a discussion that we could certainly have at some point about the appropriateness of those comments. But yeah, there's a lot more. The door is open a little bit more for Aaron Donald than I think it is with Sean McVay in this retirement talk. I told you we're going to get to the less Sneed sound, what he had to say about the draft picks. We're going to do that on the other side of this break. But coming up next, a head coach responded to his owner's comments when it comes to job security. We're going to get into that next. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save and switch with Progressive save over a hundred dollars on average more coming up next greeny courtney cronin amber wilson in for greeny on this thursday espn radio espn plus greeny the podcast for the ones who get it done granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions plus their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer call clickgranger.com or just stop by this show is sponsored by better help we all carry around different stressors i do you do we all do big small and when we keep them bottled up as i sometimes have had happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful 
for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. You've got to have a real thick skin if you're going to be the head coach for Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys. That's something that Mike McCarthy found out in his second season in a third off season with the Dallas Cowboys. You'll remember about a month ago, Jerry Jones made comments when Dan Quinn pulled his name out of the head coaching search mix. And uh, he had to answer for those. And he did so earlier this week. And uh, we're not surprised about what he had to say about it because it comes with the territory. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, on your ESPN app, and on your smart speaker by saying, Play ESPN Radio. I'm Courtney Cronin. She's Amber Wilson. We're sitting in for Greeny on this Thursday morning. We're going to get to what Mike McCarthy had to say on the Rich Eisen show about addressing Jerry Jones's comments. But Les Snead, the Los Angeles Rams general manager, bringing you some of the straight talk, straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. We know that the Los Angeles Rams do not value first-round draft picks the way that everybody else does in the NFL. Of course, they've been the most aggressive team, Amber, in utilizing first-round picks to build this championship roster that just won Super Bowl 56. They haven't had a first-round pick since trading up to select Jared Goff in 2016. They're now not scheduled to have another one until 2024 after trading for Jalen Ramsey and then quarterback Matthew Stafford. Les Snead has kind of become this meme in his own right. He actually wore a shirt with this phrase that I can't repeat on radio because of the FCC violation it would cause. But I'm going to let you hear from Les Snead during the Rams championship parade on Wednesday and what he had to say about how he values these draft picks and go and try and run this thing back. Hey, here's what I know. The late John Madden said that winning the Super Bowl was the highest of high. So you know what? Our players, our coaches... Stan, his family, every one of us in the organization who support him on that mission, and everyone out there, you know what? We know what that highest high feels like today. So in honor of the shirt, F them picks. We'll use them to go win more Super Bowls. (laughs) That was Les Need, general manager of the Los Angeles Rams, uh, candidly talking about how he values draft picks. And remember, Amber, this year the Rams don't – they only have three draft picks in 2022. They don't actually have anything starting until the fifth round. They're going to get some comp picks, obviously one of which comes from uh, Detroit, actually, because the the Lions hired former Rams college scouting director Brad Holmes as their general manager last year, so you get comp picks from the league from that. But – I love that he's basically just looking at 31 other GMs or a majority of other GMs who have the we're going to build through the draft mentality and giving them a double middle finger and saying, we did it this way, we won a Super Bowl, and we're going to keep doing it this way. 
This is his victory lap, and he has every right to take it because it worked. But, Courtney, can you imagine if it didn't? I mean, even if they lose, even if they make it all the way to the Super Bowl, but then they lose in the Super Bowl because we kept saying that team was set up to be Super Bowl or bust because of how that team was constructed. He Mm -hmm. set the bar there because of how he brought that team together. It wasn't a normal team with good pieces that you expected to win a Super Bowl. It was a team that was quite literally constructed to do so with vets. And so if they hadn't actually won that, game this conversation would be very different today between me and you with them not having the draft picks again until 2024 albeit that caveat that you just mentioned but uh that would be years before they could really build again if the coming together didn't work in this way and if obj ends up leaving and von miller ends up leaving and there is a world where we live in here or a scenario that we could have lived in anyways where that team could not have possibly ran it back and now we're talking about hey not only are they Super Bowl champs but can they do it again next year are they going to be the favorites can they run it back I I do think that now you see obviously the situation with Odell and his injury I don't know how that impacts things it appears that you know Avon Biller really obviously likes his time in LA are you going to be able to get him to stay it doesn't seem like Sean McVay is going to retire is Aaron Donald actually going to retire probably won't be as motivated to retire if they actually are able to keep the pieces together to run it So it's a very different conversation when it works than if it didn't work uh, that we would be having. And if it didn't work, he kind of would have looked like maybe a bit of a fool for constructing a team this way, because not only is it a huge risk in terms of where you set the expectation, it's a huge risk in terms of how it all works salary wise and salary cap wise as well, which is typically why building through the draft is the more successful venture because you can capitalize on rookie contracts, whereas he had to do it this way and he had to forego and mortgage his future essentially of the team in order to be able to do it this way. And not every team's equipped to do this, right? Because you have to have the coaching in place too where you're already taking developed players you're not just trading for anybody you're trading for superstars Odell Beckham Jr. Jalen Ramsey uh, Von Miller you're trading for guys who are already there so you then have to have all of your other pieces get coached up to that level where they're competent enough to play along the superstars and complement their talent and that's what you got with a Daryl Henderson. That's what you got with a Cam Akers, with a Van Jefferson, all of those other pieces that played a huge role in this team getting to where it was. But again, not every team is capable of doing this. But Les Snead, go ahead and take your victory lap. I realize that champagne, alcohol, we saw say a lot of things when we're drinking. But you know what? Go have fun. Um Really he didn't make that though, shirt yesterday. when he was drinking, though. That was calculated. Oh, He's that was waiting to say I mean, that. The, look at the T-shirt he was wearing. Like you're, you're absolutely right about that. But you know, along with that, with the run it back, we'll see if all these things end up playing out for the Los Angeles Rams at some point. Because there were a lot of statements made yesterday. We all want to read right into them. And hey, we did last year when Bruce Arians, um, in in you know, not these exact words, but said, you're staying here, you're staying here, you're staying here, you're staying here. And he actually made it work. I mean, it, those a drunk man's thoughts are maybe a sober cap guy's uh, strategy to try to make everything work uh, to be able to, you know, put all that plan into action. But nonetheless... They all stayed, but it didn't pan out again. So, correct. I mean, we know how hard this is. But for yeah. now, anyways, Les Snead is a made man because at the end of the day, his, his strategy worked. They won the Super Bowl. You're a made man for the time being. 
This is Greeny on ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, and the ESPN app. Amber Wilson, Courtney Cronin, keeping you company on this Thursday morning. What makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination? Because they offer free battery testing and charging and reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99. And they've always got your battery solution. Get in the zone, AutoZone. So somebody who did not have a chance to run it back, but they're going to be running back this same coaching staff as the Dallas Cowboys because about a month ago, Jerry Jones went on local radio in Dallas. He actually called up the station that he typically goes on, and I believe it's the fan there, 105.3 The Fan, and it was in early February. And this was the day that Dan Quinn ended up pulling his name out of the head coaching search. Jerry Jones had said at that point that, quote, Dan Quinn stays here because – there have always been with every coach. Every one of those three three coaches have said they love the head to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Sorry, I'm like literally reading this, and it was not in English to begin with, so bear with me. Um, he said, "My point is a lot of logic as to why they might not take a job now rather than wait for one and see how the cards go in the future." Which he then got talking about Dan Quinn because you have to factor in, okay, Mike McCarthy's still the head coach here of the Dallas Cowboys. Kellen Moore did not get hired by any of the openings that were around there. Dan Quinn decided to stay put. Jerry said about Dan Quinn, quote, he's certainly qualified. He's very qualified. Yes, I would consider if I didn't have a coach, I would have been interviewing him for coach. Mike knows that someday somebody other than him will be the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. If your boss says something about that, like that, to about you, makes you kind of feel like you're probably on borrowed time. Well, Mike McCarthy was on the Rich Eisen show this week addressing the comments that Jerry made earlier in the year. It's a part of the job. He knows he has to do it. But, hey, it's not something that he typically enjoys. Are these narratives unusual? Absolutely. Um, I've never dealt with anything like this. Um, do I wish I didn't have to? Come on here and answer questions about it. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I wish we were talking about something else, but um, it is part of it's part of our landscape. And um, I, I just think keeping things keeping things real and keeping things focused because at the end of the day, it, it's about the people that you're in charge of. It's about the people you coach, and most importantly, it's about our locker room. And our locker room's about winning. Uh, I love our players. Uh, I love I love what they bring to the table. That was Dallas Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy on the Rich Eisen show addressing the comments that Jerry Jones made about a month ago about the head coaching situation in Dallas. And it kind of, you know, I appreciate what McCarthy had to say where he didn't dance around and say, oh, no, Jerry and I are best friends. Like he was joking, like whatever. Like, no, this is this is who you're dealing with here, Amber. This is how the he- the the general manager, owner, president, whatever other role he has on his title. Um, this is how Jerry Jones does business. And I think that it really does take a certain type of coach to be able to stomach all of those things and not have the fear of looking over your shoulder and saying, okay, he kept Dan Quinn around, probably, you know, lined his pockets a little bit more for the 2022 season that this guy could eventually be taking my job. 
Ultimately, it's a good thing that Jerry Jones kept Dan Quinn around and Kellen Moore, right? I mean, credit to Jerry for being able to get that done, particularly when those two guys were in the majority of head coaching carousel conversations in the NFL during a season where it seemed like every job in the NFL was available. And we're probably going to see more of that moving forward. So getting a commitment from those guys and getting a commitment that reportedly with Dan Quinn extends actually years where it was a conversation like, hey, you'll still be here for years when Dan Quinn is his coveted as he is as a candidate for a head coach. So credit to Jerry for getting that done. And yet here's the downside of it, right? Like Mike McCarthy gets to keep his staff together. So that's the good news of having an owner like Jerry Jones. Somehow he was able to get that done in a way that most owners probably could not. But the bad news is you have to deal with this nonsense. Mike McCarthy knew that though, Courtney, this is what he signed up for. This dude's been a head coach in the NFL for 15 years. Like I feel Not at all, even a little bit bad for Mike McCarthy when it comes to the situation with Jerry Jones, because when you become the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, you know exactly what you're signing up for. Yeah, these are two very storied franchises he's been a part of for all the years that he was in Green Bay and won a Super Bowl there and now in Dallas. You know, the heat is on. And I get what Jerry's doing. This is some sort of like weird motivational tactic, I think, of having everybody back in the same positions that they were in last year. Like, it's very rare a team that makes the playoffs, even one that it exited in such an embarrassing fashion as the Dallas Cowboys. It's weird for all four positions, I guess if you include the special teams coordinator, for all four of the top coaches to be returning after you had that much success. Now, whether this is Jerry trying to, you know, light a fire under everybody to be like, hey, it could be anybody's job, coach your hardest in 2022, and then we'll see what's up. You know, maybe it works, but yeah, Mike McCarthy, uh, he's got a thicker skin than I would if I was in that position. I can't imagine having to deal like constantly looking over your shoulder, and hopefully it doesn't create a situation like that in Dallas because they've got a lot of things that they've got to figure out, not just with their coaching staff, but on the field as well after that wild card exit earlier in January. For those, for the, all those who get it done, Granger is always here to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24-7 support, free access to product specialists, and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being ready as your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Click callgranger.com or just stop by. Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision. Say it! Say it! Alright, I'll say it. Who you got? I haven't been on Greeny in a while, so... I'm excited for Who You Got. Amber, I think you've done this a few times. Uh, I have, but I'm always excited. We are. Uh, I'm sorry. I just dumped all over your Cowboys. I figured that you might actually quit the show uh, after I was just uh, not being very nice there at the end, talking about the wild card eggs. But that was like a month ago, so you can't hate me that much. But um, I'm ready. Yeah, future Super Bowl champion Cowboys. Yeah. So who you got? Brought to you by Granger. And if you don't know, I'm going to ask a question and you answer it. So pretty simple. Who you got? All right. Los Angeles Rams or Cincinnati Bengals? Which team returns to the Super Bowl first? Who you got? 
Uh, I'll I'll start. Why not? I'm going to go with the Rams on this one. This is assuming that they can bring back those pieces that we discussed earlier in the show. But I think that they're just more constituted to do it because this Bengals run as great as it was and as excellent as Joe Burrow is him spending, you know, a whole lot of time on his back in the postseason didn't bode well for their ultimate goal there and winning a Super Bowl. And it's not going to even bode well, I think, in the future if they don't fix that O-line in terms of even getting to a Super Bowl or even getting to the playoffs, frankly, because typically you can't let your quarterback get that beat up and have any measure of success, nevertheless getting to a Super Bowl like the Bengals were able to. So unless they really can fix that line, my money would definitely not be on Cincinnati between those two. Courtney? I will take the Cincinnati Bengals, and here's why. So when Zach Taylor took over this team in 2003, 2019 they go two and 14 a team that was two and 14 two seasons ago all the way to four and 11 and one last year 2020 this season 10 and seven like there's going to be flaws in this roster like if you have that quick of an ascension that that means that there's still holes there and I know that everybody wants to do the same argument make the same argument this year that we did with the Chiefs last year. Well, oh, why did the Chiefs lose the Super Bowl? Oh, because all their entire offensive line was hurt, et cetera, et cetera. And, yes, they went out and they addressed it in the offseason. That was a really big focus for them in the 2021 offseason. And it will certainly be a focus for the Cincinnati Bengals going forward. Joe Burrow, it ended up being the Achilles heel, or really, you know, whatever. whatever the knee, MCL. The heel. MCL, yeah. I mean, <laughs> gosh, I, I'm still picturing what his knee looked like after that hit that he took in the second half. But – Nonetheless, they've got time to address this thing, and that's going to be a priority. Now, anybody who wants to argue that not taking Panay Sewell and taking Jamar Chase was a mistake, wrong. Sorry. Like, that's a bad argument. But, no, I think that the Bengals are going to get there because they've got a young core of talent and a superstar core of talent that never seems to get its due. Just got to address the offensive line. They'll use their draft picks this year, maybe even go after some people in free agency. So Jim Harbaugh redid his contract with Michigan, and we'll be back for at least one more season. Who knows after that? But do you have him finally reaching the top and winning a national championship in Ann Arbor? Who you got? Not no, no, I don't. And I and there's a reason for it. I mean, f- first off, props to Jim Harbaugh for the way that this whole thing played out the last couple of weeks. He goes and takes the interview with the Minnesota Vikings, thinking that the job is his. Finds out midway through, uh, not the case. It sours. He ends up going back to Michigan. He parlayed that into a massive, massive contract extension after having to take a pay cut following that 2-4 and four season in 2020. So good for you getting your bag, Jim Harbaugh. Do I think he leads them to a national championship? No, and I know a lot of people are going to hate me. I don't think any Big Ten team is going to win a national championship anytime soon. I don't. Sorry. But I do think he'll be, you know, another Big Ten title would be fine, I guess. Uh, that would, I guess, be fine. I think national championship is what that fan base really wants at this point. And I don't think it's outlandish just going to happen in the next five years. Sure. I don't even know what's going to happen with expanding the college football playoffs, but we certainly expect that to be something that we see here over the next few years. So could Michigan do it? Sure. Do I expect Michigan to do it? No. And I certainly don't expect Michigan to do it next year. But I do think if Jim Harbaugh is actually here for the future, 
that it's certainly the direction of the program as we saw evidence this year that, yeah, they could be in a position where they're in the conversation anyways. And sure, can they keep that up? And can that help recruiting ultimately? Then, yeah, I would say so. I just don't know if I believe how much Jim Harbaugh is here for the future, even with this contract extension. Like, get your bag when you can get it. And maybe that's what this all was about. But I think the flirtation with the NFL was legitimate and real. And I think we'll see it again. All right, Who You Got is brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. And tomorrow is National Drink Wine Day. Ooh, Do you have a yeah. favorite wine? Who You Got? Okay, I didn't know this was a holiday. So Oh, it's a holiday. It's a holiday is, in my house every day, baby. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm going to be showing up for Greenie tomorrow since it's National Wine Day and I can't drink on air. But um, I have so many favorite wines. I mean, my friend go-to's a Pinot Noir. I love a good Montepulciano, um, a full-bodied cab, sure, but I have to be eating something that pairs well with it. I've kind of done what my mom does now. Like, her happy hour is she's going with the rosé, maybe a Sauv Blanc, and then, like, when the night progresses and you get towards dinner time, then it turns to reds. Uh, I like most all wine, uh, not necessarily sweet wines. That's not so much my yeah, thing. Definitely. I'm definitely like, I'll, I like a nice cab. I like a nice Pinot Noir. Like you mentioned, I'll, I'll get down with some serious red blends, a uh, white wine, Savion Blanc, a Pinot Grigio, even though that's slightly on the uh, sweeter side. So, uh, I haven't met many wines, Bubba, that I don't like, uh, and I definitely will partake in National Wine Day tomorrow. Yeah. I feel like that's an excellent holiday, more of that. Thank you for letting us know that. Yeah, I just want to make sure you were aware. I, I mean, there's always like some National Donut Day, National Pizza Day. Great, but I didn't know there was a National Wine Day. Like, this one I can get behind. I like it. Well, unfortunately, because of all this wine talk and the Cowboys, we're going to have to once again push the wordle talk because you, you guys just keep talking about this other stuff we just don't have time for wordle because it's a uh, you know we just don't have time so okay so we have to do it again next we got to wait till next week now because you guys acted up again we just don't have time so we got to get the break now so i mean courtney is just dying to talk wordle on hey, greenie you guys it's because you guys, you guys you guys railroaded me the day that joe shane was hired you guys gotta get and your act together. we were supposed to be talking about wordle i still haven't played it i don't know what it is Nuno was telling me there's a new game that apparently you just guess what the country is. So I'm never going to know what it is at this point. It's honestly like a dated conversation. It'd be like me, you know, talking about a trend that was like five months old today. So, um, yeah, we're not getting to that right now, but we'll get to it, I'm sure, at some point here in the near Does Wordle future. force you to put the updates on Twitter when you play it? Or is that I something people are choosing? No, people are just do doing that because I oh, do it. I, I've been, I do it now. No, I got into it, but I've, I've us, never posted anything. You make us to look look dumb, basically, because you get all the sc- high scores, and I can't even figure out how to play it. So, oh well. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. 
Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We've got to respect what LeBron James is doing, okay? Not that we don't already, but he just put up 33-8-6 last night, his 23rd straight game with 25-plus points. He's playing at a level that we're seeing now in year 19 that is just unbelievable. He also has to. Everything else is falling apart around him. This is Greeny, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, Courtney Cronin, Amber Wilson, keeping you company on this Thursday morning. So Anthony Davis... Comes down hard on his ankle last night uh, and is going to be out for two weeks minimum here. Of course he is. Yeah, of course. Another injury that he's having to deal with here after um, the Lakers beat the Utah Jazz 106-101 to on Wednesday. And this just seems like it's par for the course for the Los Angeles Lakers, which constantly brings up the discussion, what do you make of this disappointing season for the Lakers and where they're at right now? Will LeBron James say, hey, I did everything I can do here. I already won a title here. I want to go somewhere else. Well, Keyshawn from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max does not believe that Bron is looking to leave L.A. anytime soon. LeBron James will end his career as a Los Angeles Laker. He can't afford to go anywhere else, even though his history has shown that he bounces around or he's bounced around, so to speak, from Cleveland to uh, Miami, back to Cleveland now in L.A. Part of the problem, part of the problem, LeBron has indoctrinated himself in Los Angeles culture to a whole nother level. So that is going to be problematic for him to pick up and go chase a ring. He doesn't want that. That's a lot of that's a lot of smoke. Right. In terms of his businesses, just everything is a little bit. It's a little tough to do that. All right, so they are 21 games back of uh, the Phoenix Suns right now. They're the nine seed in the West, so they'd be in that play-in game, 27-31 and 31 so far this season. Yeah, disappointing all the way around. Amber, do you agree with what Key said? You think he's staying? Uh, I don't agree with what he said in the sense that he said LeBron can't leave because of how he indoctrinated himself into Los Angeles. And that I don't agree with at all because we've seen Bron do that in all of his stops. I mean, he has a school in Cleveland. I mean, he has everything in, in, Ohio, in Cleveland and everything in Ohio and everything in Akron. And then when he was in Miami, he did the same thing. He started all sorts of businesses. I mean, he is a businessman, right? And he has always been one who has been very clear that for him it's bigger than basketball it's not just basketball for him that he wants to have his hands in a whole bunch of different pots and grow his brand and really grow his wealth 
from a generational perspective. He's been very open about that, and he's exactly done that in every single stop he's made. So yes, I understand with the production company and kind of wanting to go Hollywood in that sense and get involved in a lot of entertainment ventures that he's gone kind of full Los Angeles in that regard, but he went full Cleveland. He went full Miami. This is just kind of what LeBron does. So I don't think that's why he's necessarily staying in Los Angeles. I do think that's why he went to LA. I think that that had something to do with the fact that he wanted to play for the Lakers because he wanted that proximity to get into all that entertainment stuff. But if he left, none of that stuff stops for him, is my point. Yeah. So he doesn't have to physically be there now, especially when we're talking about the end of his career, because at some point, right, it's got to end for everybody. I'm not saying it's ending now. He's still playing at an unbelievable level, like you said. But I think that that's where the frustration is, Courtney. He has to play at that level. Like You got to put up 30 a night every night when you have nobody else out there helping you. When the dude who I think was supposed to become the number one, because I think that you brought in Anthony Davis so that you could age gracefully as a 37-year-old LeBron, when that guy's never available because he's always hurt. And then when Westbrook has fallen off overnight in the way that we know that Russell Westbrook did this season. So LeBron has nothing out there with him. He has to play at that level. I'm sure that's incredibly frustrating. Mm -hmm. And so when I heard Keyshawn say that this morning, because I was listening to KJM live and I heard him say that, I felt like he said that pretty quickly and flippantly. Mm -hmm. That being said, I mean, I'm not seeing LeBron leave before at least he's a free agent in 23. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance, small business protection for more than vehicles with insurance expertise to keep your company moving forward. More at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Like, I, I get what Key was saying, that he's played for three teams. He's been all over the continental United States, from Cleveland down to the south of Florida, now all the way out to Los Angeles. He's 37 years old, though. Like, why do we have to keep talking about, like, you know, eventually his career is going to end. I don't know if we're going to be doing the Tom Brady comparison here with LeBron James. LeBron has been in the league since he's 19 years old. Like, how many more times are we going to continue to have this talk about, oh, maybe the fourth team, maybe the fifth team? I mean, it sucks how things have happened for him this year in Los Angeles and, you know, what happened with AD. But, man, um, he's doing his part. He's doing his part. Straight ahead, Aaron Rodgers not getting a second ring anytime soon. We'll tell you next. Why? Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.